Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. These things are very directional, so I'm trying to see the levels. And see how loud I'm being. Not particularly loud. Okay, cool. Oh! Mm. Are these twisties? Uh, I don't know. Yep. Nice. Success. And not totally overflowing. Yahoo! There's a metronome playing that entire time. Oh, that's what that was. <laughs> what is happening? Just losing your mind. <laughs> I thought uh, it was my chair, but then I was like, I'm not, I'm not rocking though. <laughs> Why is my chair making noise by itself? Welcome to Xperia's Deep, because we've been recording now for about a minute already. I'm just going to decide Ooh, when, to, when to cut our shit. Cool. Welcome. My name is Mark O'Reilly, and I am one beer deep, but it was a 750ml 8% stout, so I'm a little a little lit right now. Damn, homie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm joined by my co-host. Well, my name's Helen. I am half a Red Bull deep. I thought you were going to drink a couple before you came over. Yep, I was. And then there wasn't any room in my fridge, so I left the beer outside. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to still drink one. But then I was like, I have to carry these in my backpack, and that's going to be a giant pain in the ass if I open them. Okay. So I didn't drink any beer. Totally understandable. Welcome to um, Not Drunk People <laughs> Talking. <laughs> how, how much fun is that? Yeah, great. I'm going to X more beep. <laughs> no, no, no. No judgment here. Drink to your heart's content, or don't. I don't particularly mind. What's new in the world, Helen? Uh, not a whole lot. Mm. I saw a Hummer today for the first time in a very long time. I would have thought they had, like, died out. Yeah, mm. that's what I kind of thought, too. But I was people-watching in my rearview mirror on my way home, as I do at red lights. Is that, like, the best way to people-watch? Because they can't see you looking at them but you're just watching them do weird stuff absolutely people yeah. do the weirdest stuff in their cars if you uh if you people watch like in a bar or whatever then there's a chance just a little chance that they're going to catch your eye and it'll be an awkward glance away yeah but if you're looking in the rear view mirror you're 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 golden yeah it's clean sailing so yeah i was watching i noticed it was a hummer behind me and i was like ugh, what kind of douchebag is driving this behemoth yep um and i don't know what kind of douchebag because <laughs> whatever kind of douchebag it was they were probably about four and a half feet tall. Oh, my God. I could see, like, their forehead and eyes Holy shit. through the steering wheel, and that was it. Like, Holy shit. just had no business driving a car that size. It's got to be some sort of uh, inadequacy thing, then, to be driving oh, a fucking Hummer when you're three feet tall. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, it's dangerous for anybody to drive a Hummer, but for someone who can't see out of the damn thing, yeah. that's a different level. Like, the, have you ever been in one of those? I can't say I have. Like, they're made of blind spots. <laughs> I cannot imagine being that small and driving 
that. Yeah. Just brutal. I've been in the Navigator, which was the biggest vehicle I'd ever seen when I first landed here. And I got picked up. Actually, I got picked up by Rachel at the airport in the Navigator. And I was like, literally dumbfounded. (laughs) This is your car? No, no, it's a parent's car. But still, it's fucking huge. (laughs) Coming from a land of tiny roads and even tinier cars. like (laughs) To the opposite. Yeah. (laughs) Giant trucks and giant roads. That's a, that's a fantastic segue, because I was people watching going down Gateway today. Oh, perfect. Yep. And I saw a dude <laughs> behind me, and I forget what he was driving, but was it Gateway? Yeah, it was. So in fairness, not really in fairness to him, but I guess slightly in his defense, it's like a four lane, five lane. It's a very wide road. And dude does this while driving his car at about 55 or 60. Fuck off. Yeah. And for our listeners, I just put my hands behind my head like I was... Being arrested. Being arrested. I was going to say... <laughs> or maxing get, and relaxing. I was genuinely going to say getting a blowjob, but yeah. I think. <laughs> <laughs> like straight up relaxy mode, hands behind the head while he's just... He was... He, he lit a, He looked so relaxed. He like put a fag in his mouth, a dart, and then just lit it and then put his hands behind his head and just like sailed on. What was and I driving? watched him... I forget. I think it was like a Corolla. It was something ser- similar to me. It wasn't a massive oh vehicle, but at the same time, it's still a ton vehicle, so... That, that, like, that's not an activity to partake in. That's not a thing you should do ever. Yeah. But if you are going to do it, Gateway's not the fucking place. Yeah. Do it on, like, in your back alley. Yeah, sure. In the middle of the night when everybody else in the world is asleep in their beds and you just feel like driving like a dickhead. Wouldn't, yeah, we should have, like, a, a driving like a dickhead purge. Like, one night a year. When yeah. everyone's allowed to drive like a dickhead, but only the dickheads are allowed on the street. That way, natural selection will, will, will do its thing. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the, the dickheads that make it out alive, maybe they'll learn their lesson and or, fuck off with their dickery. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, there's like, I know we probably, I think we touched on this last week, but like the fucking motorists in this city are unbelievable. Bananas. So Two other stories that I have that I came very close to telling you several times, but I just have to save them for the show. <laughs> One of them, I was, uh, I was coming down south on 149. So for listeners, it's uh, two lanes, and then there was one left turning lane. So I'm waiting at a red light, and I just I see this guy tearing up behind me in this big raised blue F-150. Absolutely weaving in and out of traffic, even though he's like he sees the red light. He's going to stop. And you know the way, like, you kind of, you see something like that and you absently stare out the window? Not, not like, maliciously looking to make eye contact or anything. You just, like, you glance into their vehicle. Well, I glanced into his vehicle, and this guy was, like, ready and waiting, staring at me with his middle finger raised. What? Yeah, like, the angriest look on his face. If this guy wasn't one of the sons of Odin, I will give you all the money in my bank account. This guy was a cunt to end all cunts. He was waiting for me, raising his middle finger. And I was really mad for like a second. I did a double take because I was like, what? Why? (laughs) And I was really mad for half a second. And I was like, no, you know what? That guy's so unhappy. Like he is, his his life must suck. And and if he's the kind of guy that when his life sucks, he wants to make other people's lives worse by fucking giving them the finger for literally nothing, (laughs) then fuck him. I'm happy that he's unhappy. So my light turns green. 
his light does not. He's still trying to turn left. He tries to get across. I can see him about to rev and get across before they start coming the other way. Yeah. Fails and is stuck there. And I very calmly and very slowly drive off and I look out my window knowing he's still going to be looking at me. And I look at him and I lock eyes with him and I... <laughs> I blow the fucker a kiss. And then I take off and I look in my left rearview mirror and he is just like white knuckling the steering wheel like... <laughs> he is so mad. Oh, oh my God. It was the best. Fuck that Fuck. guy. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he sounds like a real treat. And all of his ilk. The other one I had was... Um, <laughs> it was like the opposite end of the spectrum. It was a man who must have been 160 years old driving the same car as me, actually. A very beat up, like early 2000s gold Camry. <laughs> and I was going down 106th, like near enough your place. You know, like for listeners, that's 106 is now closed and has been for months. And like yeah. it's like completely torn up to the point that like the area they're working on is no pavement. It's all dirt. There's like. A dirt ramp down four yeah. feet to where the like an, an entrance to where the workers like, go to work, and there's three signs on either side of this little opening that's like road closed, road closed, road closed, oh, no. and this gold Camry is reversing very slowly back up that little dirt mound. Oh, so this boy. old man obviously just kept going straight. <laughs> Past, not only past the three signs that said road closed in big letters, but down a slope onto dirt. <laughs> into the 106 Valley. Yeah. Down into the abyss. And just so slowly trying to reverse back out of it. And he looked like he hadn't a care in the world. He looked like he was just like, well, I guess I should correct this a little bit, I suppose. Like, it was just... We, we touched on this earlier at work, but, like, old people should have to retake the test. Yeah. It's, a, it's a contentious argument, but old people should have to definitely undergo some testing after a certain age to remain on the road. Yeah. Like... I think I would probably voluntarily do it. If I knew yeah. that my faculties were diminished, like I can't see very well, I can't hear very well, I would want to know that I'm being safe on the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just ludicrous. Only in Edmonton. <laughs> Good old Edmonton. Yeah, God bless it, eh? <laughs> what else is going on now? Something on your mind? Um, Georgia. I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of Georgia's always weapon. on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to hear about this news story that you were so secretly working on all day. Oh, boy, I was going to build up to it, but... <clears throat> well... I fucked that up for you. No, no, don't worry about it. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I got. I have. I have a couple of great ones, but yeah, the one that I was giggling away to myself all day at was fantastic. Let me just dig her up here. Um, this happened in uh, Saint Paul, Minnesota, one of the the Twin Cities. We found out earlier today, of which there are seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I think most of them are like counties, mostly. Okay. But like, like I knew that the Twin Cities existed, yeah. but I didn't understand why they were called twin cities or like what the like lay of the land kind of was okay but there are two cities that are like attached mm -hmm. they're the university of minnesota campus is half in minneapolis and half in saint paul it seems oh yeah yeah i remember telling you that and then from the maps and shit i saw on the internet 
it looks like St. Paul also branches into the neighboring state. Jesus Christ. Which I can't remember what it is, and I don't know American geography that well. But, like, what a fucking shit show that must be to, like, plan your transit system, or even just for, like, mail. Yeah. Like, for... I just can't imagine navigating that kind of clusterfuck. Evans is bad enough, and that's that's one city. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, in St. Paul, Minnesota, this was like yesterday, maybe the day before, there's a Pizza Hut delivery driver, a man whose name I don't know. Uh, Actually, I don't know anybody's name. I know that the suspect (laughs) in this is a man by the name of Todd, something Todd. So, Pizza Hut delivery man uh, gets an order... Uh, just before midnight, a couple nights ago. And uh, it's a few blocks away from the Pizza Hut. And the guy drives to the place, this apartment building, gets out uh, with his pizzas, walks towards this apartment building, and then two men come out of an alleyway right next to it. And one of them's got a knife. And they demand that uh, they ha- this guy hand over the pizzas for free. So, I don't know, <laughs> they mustn't have been very serious because the Pizza Hut delivery driver runs back to his car with the pizzas, calls his manager, doesn't call 911, calls his manager. His manager... <laughs> why would you call 911? Nah, sure, why bother? Uh, his manager then calls 911, and while the cops are on the way to the scene, they get, like, a, a call from dispatch. And apparently, the suspect, like, the man with the knife, called dispatch and told them that somebody had pulled up next to him in a car and started throwing things at him. And he didn't know who these people were, but somehow knew that they worked for Pizza Hut. So that was his... I, I don't know what his aim was there, exactly. Uh, yeah, he, that that's the last thing on this page. He d- didn't know who they were, but they worked for Pizza Hut, and he was certain of that. Um, what the fuck? The suspect then, after calling 911, called Pizza Hut and said that he didn't pull a knife on anybody. So how did he have knowledge of the situation going on? <laughs> Just offered that information up yeah, freely? Completely of his no, own like, accord. No, like, lead up? Not like, hey, my pizza guy came and then he ran away. Yep, no, just phoned them and just said, hey, by the way, I didn't pull a knife on your pizza delivery guy, just in case you're wondering if I did. No, it wasn't me. Well, I'd believe him. So the manager tells the delivery driver to try the delivery again. What? Takes the guy at his word and is like, you must have been imagining things, try to deliver. I don't know how the conversation went, but I'd like to see it. Um, so the driver does go back. Maybe he needs the work, whatever. He goes back, and he sees the suspect standing in the exact same place, staring directly at him and waving a flashlight at him. So uh, the driver then <laughs> <laughs> obviously gets back and like doesn't leave his car, tells the whole story to his manager. Manager calls 911 again. The suspect is arrested. Fi- they find a knife in his pocket. Uh, he denies all accusations and said he never ordered a pizza to begin with, as if that was the main problem. Like, I, I didn't order a fucking pizza. I don't even know what, what you're talking the about. fuck? Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> this is my favorite part. This is the part I was really cracking up at. <laughs> the guy who's arrested for brandishing a knife at a Pizza Hut guy and demanding he hand over his pizzas for free, uh, two days earlier, had phoned 911 and complained about the service that he got from a different pizza place. I think it was called Topper's Pizza or something. Called 911 to yeah. complain about his pizza yeah. service. Yeah. And that 
is what I wrote to the St. Paul Police Department today and asked for I asked for the transcript <laughs> of that 911 call and hope to God that they actually give it to me. I don't they have no reason to, but they have no reason also not God, I hope yeah. I get that fuck. I'd love to see that conversation. Oh my god. So yeah, the dude was charged with a uh, first degree attempted aggravated robbery, which is a felony charge. <laughs> Whoa. So yeah, a little bit of a uh, little bit of justice there hopefully holy fuck when did this happen <laughs> like two days ago man i i want to i gotta like follow this i want to know what they do with this guy right. are they gonna are they gonna give him a uh like psychological evaluation <laughs> do you Possibly. think he's fit to stand trial <laughs> like what the fuck I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna wave a knife at a man and demand that he hand over pizzas for free, it better be at least Domino's, at the very <laughs> least. Like, I I understand that you're reticent about paying for Pizza Hut. Anybody would be, but just don't order pizza. They're like, fuck. <laughs> if you're gonna be charged for a felony, make it a good pizza. You know, the Hut. Fucking no, no. Oh fuck, the <laughs> Hut. The Hut. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't I don't know why I'm using the street like <laughs> to Pizza Hut there. You and Pizza Hut are tight. Go back a long time. Oh, me and Pizza Hut go way back, man. <laughs> when, uh, when I was still living over at uh, my girlfriend's parents' place, when my life was just great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was just me and Tom in the house. We ate, we just ordered Pizza Hut like seven days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> we just couldn't take care of ourselves at all. Oh, man. Shocking. I know, right? <laughs> no, I wouldn't believe it. Fuck. Um I just realized that uh, we had a, a big talk before this that I had figured out exactly how to work out how many seconds we're recording for so we won't accidentally record for two hours two this time. Hours. And I forgot to set the BPM correctly before we started recording. So Perfect. Now it's at 120 instead of 240. So we have to half or yeah. double the number of bars that I'm counting. We're going to get drunker and drunker as this goes on, so we should figure this out now. Fuck, this is, like, literally exactly what we did last <laughs> last time. We should know the answer already. I know. <laughs> yeah, there's two episodes of us blathering on, failing to do simple maths. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> as long as we make it entertaining, that's all that matters. Yeah. Ah, uh, we'll figure it out. It's fine. We'll pause after a certain amount of time and figure out exactly what's happening. It's 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 grand. Yeah. It's grand. Um, I saw another news story today of a guy in um, oh, I forget the name of the province in uh, somewhere in in China. Um, he was on like the expressway, like a risen, like motorway. Yeah. Uh, he was in a van, and uh, he came up. He saw that there was like a, a drink driving checkpoint ahead of him. Like people were getting pulled over and breathalyzed. Yeah. So man abandons his van, just gets out of it, jumps the meridian, tries to hail a taxi on the motorway. (laughs) (laughs) And after a few failed attempts to hail a taxi, jumps off of the expressway. No. Jumps off of the expressway. What? So the cops find him, because they obviously are seeing this happen. It's a few cars (laughs) away. They find him on the road underneath the expressway with a broken leg. And a blood alcohol content of zero. <laughs> what the fuck? He had been drinking. He had a few drinks the night before and was afraid that he was going to get done for, for oh drink driving. Oh, my God. How paranoid do you have to be? Whole, like, really? Insane, right? Yeah, Jesus that's Christ. bananas. That's a new level. <laughs> what the fuck? 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> he was probably from Edmonton and moved to China. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. There's. I know there. I was there. There are tests to be a driver. There should be better tests. There should be more of them or more frequent or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah, fuck. I don't know how some people make it as long as they do on the road. I mean, a lot of, like, there's so many accidents in Edmonton. Like, I know people who are on their, like, fourth vehicle because they've totaled the previous three. Jesus. And I don't know how these folks can afford, uh, afford insurance. Yeah. How in Christ's name do you afford insurance after doing that three or four times? Yeah. Also, there should be a fucking limit. Right? There should be a limit. If you get like a little bit of alcohol in your blood when you're pulled over, then you're off the road for what is it here? Six months? A year? Uh, no. It's, um, I think the first time, if you're, um, below 0.08. Okay. 0.05 is like the, actually, I think it's if you're below 0.05 the first time, I think it's up to the police officer's discretion whether or not to give you a suspension. Oh, okay. But I think your first one is 24 hours. Uh, and then your second one, I think, is just an automatic three-day suspension. And you have to take a course, I think. Uh, and then your third one is, I think, a year. And you have to take another course or five. Uh, and you can get your license back earlier if you take the appropriate classes and get a an interlock box in your car, so you have to oh, blow. Oh, yeah, blow it every time. Yeah, and you got to pay for that thing too, right? Yeah, so it's that's like, like super expensive. Yeah, uh, one of my friends had one. The uh, installation is like three hundred bucks or something, and then I think it's like close to two hundred bucks a month. Holy shit! Yeah. Plus your skyrocket insurance. Yeah, oh, and then if you, plus you get like insane fines. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, so if you blow over in your box, you have, I think, like 20 or 30 seconds or something to blow again and blow under. Okay. I think you could, you have a limit of 0.01, I think, on the interlock box. Um, and then uh, if you don't blow under and, like, correct it, you have to go to the place so that they can reset it, and then that costs you another bazillion dollars also. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that that <laughs> makes it sound like I'm like complaining about it. Like, no, that, that you, you <laughs> should you should definitely incur those penalties if you're yeah. fucking drink driving that much. Yeah, like, my friend got one. Um, I think like in total it cost her like between ten and fifteen grand. Whoa. Yeah, like the between the fines and the classes and the blow box. And. I don't think that includes insurance, actually. Holy crap. Yeah. I should ask her what the actual figure is. We'll get her on as a guest. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the worst period of your life. (laughs) (laughs) I think we wrote a song about it. Oh, no way. Yeah. Well, about that and other things. It's called Vagina Vending Machine. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Is that Ghost Cell or... uh, No, that's Feminine Fluids. fluids. (laughs) That reminds me, actually, Helen had a great idea, and it is uh, to showcase local talent as our as our intro and outro every week. Yeah, that was a pretty good idea, hey? Yeah, yeah, I like that one. We'll have to think of one for this episode. Yeah, 
Yeah, if we if if we don't get one for this episode, then I'd like to thank Rachel and Vince of Zold Off the Rock and Roll Destroyer for the use of our theme song. <laughs> I'm a rock and roll mess off the album schematic. It's a fantastic <laughs> album and you should get it. It's like ten bucks on iTunes and totally fucking worth it. But no, that's a super cool idea. I think it's it's a good way, A, to get talent sort of out there, I guess, maybe. <laughs> Maybe it's not on. It's not on fucking. <laughs> both of our friends that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and also a great way for us to get more listeners, because who's n- who's not gonna want to listen to a podcast if they know that their song's gonna be on it? Yeah, you know. They want to make sure that they're not associating their name with complete horseshit. <laughs> yeah, it's a win-win. <laughs> Everybody wins. Um. Oh no. <coughs> Oh no, Helen just inhaled <laughs> beer. That's not how you drink beer, Helen. That almost came out my nose. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> that reminds me, actually. Um, we are we now have confirmed listeners on our show. I no yeah. longer have to say listeners and fear that I'm talking to nobody at all. So I'm like talking s- to at least one person. At least one person. I know of only one that's definitely <laughs> listened to the last episode start to finish. So I'd like to give a big old shout out to my buddy Graham Quinlan of uh, the Smoking Jacket podcast. He records my friend Connor Murky back in Ireland. Friends of the show. Literal friends of the show this time. <laughs> we have actual friends of the show. Uh, our sister show. Our sister show. <laughs> It's pretty much the same thing we do, except they just chain smoke cigarettes instead of drinking beers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Also, a shout out to my pal Casey for giving it the good old college try. (laughs) (laughs) There were some technical difficulties when she was listening, I think, but we're gonna change for effort. We're gonna change hosts. We're gonna yeah. No, no, no offense to Shout Engine, but it's not really working out for us and won't let us upload to iTunes for some reason. So. Hopefully next week we'll be in the mainstream. We'll be on a new hosting site. We'll have an RSS feed, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. And people will actually be able to find our inane yammerings. Yeehaw. Mm-hmm. Right up in there. What's on your mind, Helen? Uh, not much at this particular moment in time. Something caught your attention there? Oh, you're, oh, yeah, you're, I get it. I'm trying to see what's on my mind. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't have a song stuck in my head currently, which is wow, that's a nice tremendous. change of pace. Shall we run through the list of songs that did get stuck in your head today? Yeah, let's do that. Let Helen me dig it a, out here. Helen has a tendency. Helen and I share an office, <laughs> and she has a tendency, more than anyone I've ever met, to have songs just pop into her head and stay there interminably. And they don't stay in her head, technically, because she does us all the service <laughs> of whistling them to no end. <laughs> I don't even notice that I'm doing it. And she doesn't it. notice that she's doing it. God, I would hate to work with me. Yeah, me too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so today we, uh, today, we started off with some... In Dictum by Wallace Bird. Nice. Friend of the show, Wallace Bird. Friend of the show. Um, uh, Which was followed shortly by the Mario theme song. Which is a daily occurrence. Daily occurrence. Literally. Every single. I don't play any Mario games on a regular basis. I guess I play Mario Kart, but the Mario theme song is not in Mario Kart. Ever. Which I have issue with, but that's a different story. Yeah, it's kind of (laughs) weird. Um. So I don't know, like, where it comes from. I don't own any Nintendo consoles. <laughs> I just don't get it. Right. Um, 
<laughs> after that, we had chestnuts roasting on an open fire. <laughs> In September. Just, you're just ahead of the curve, that's all. Uh, that was followed by 99 red balloons. <laughs> and which, then... <laughs> which led me to look up the Bob's Burgers rendition of that song. <laughs> yeah. And then that was the whole thing. <laughs> um, and then Mark's all-time favorite song... Not the, I always think it's Peter, Paul, and Mary, but it's not. It's like Peter, Bjorn, and something. Yeah. Yeah, that that's piece the one. Of shit song. God I think it's God. called Young Folks. Yes, Young Folks. Um, redeemed myself after that though with some Stevie Wonder, Superstitious. Remember Superstition in there? Yeah, that was pretty good. Is it Superstitious or Superstition? It's Superstition, but he does say Superstitious all the time in the song, so Fuck, I, I get it. I get it. Um, that one was followed by Nightmare by Bad Cop, Bad Cop. I'm not familiar with it, but Helen's rendition sounded great, so I'm going to check it out. <laughs> um, and then the James Bond theme song, which I don't fucking give a fuck about James Bond. I haven't seen <laughs> many of the movies. I haven't seen any James Bond-related thing in probably close to ten fucking years. <laughs> so I don't know how that got in there. <laughs> Yesterday, uh, when the saints go marching in, oh, God stuck God. in my head. Yeah, that one was in there for a while. Yeah, like, why? Why? <laughs> I, I mean, just... why to any of these songs, <laughs> but that one in particular. <laughs> I just don't understand. I think I'm going to keep track of all these songs every day now. Yeah, you should make, like, a playlist after a year, and it will be the world's <laughs> longest and most annoying playlist. <laughs> <laughs> most eclectic playlist. <laughs> I'll call it Satan's jukebox. <laughs> oh yeah, yes. You uh, you equated your mind to a possessed jukebox. Yeah, just like a jukebox from hell. A mind of its own. No fucks to be given about anybody's feelings. Nope. Or ears. <laughs> just ridiculous. I don't know where. I don't know how the heck it happened. It's it's impressive in its own right. <laughs> like it's really it's just astounding. Fuck. Gets you through the day, though. Yep, that's true. Not, not in a good way. No, not in a great <laughs> but way. It gets you through the day. <coughs> oh yeah, we're both pretty. We're coming off. We're both coming off a cold. Yeah. That's why I sound much more. Uh, I want to say I have more dulcet tones than last week. <laughs> I yeah, my voice is fucked. If if you hear horrific, phlegm hawking throughout the recording, I apologize. It's gonna be, it's gonna be necessary once or twice, I think. I don't apologize. <laughs> no. Helen doesn't apologize for shit. <laughs> Definitely doesn't apologize when she sings the fucking Mario theme tune like five times a day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> God, I just don't understand it. Mm -mm. I wish I knew. I wish I knew why. Why, God, why? <laughs> why, Satan? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there she goes again. Um, yeah, I'm just praying praying that this cold will be fully gone before I go home because if I like if I have even a twinge of a cold when I get to Ireland you can bet your sweet bippy that it's going to just accelerate exponentially oh, after that no. yeah. you can't you can't you can't be in any way immunocompromised in Ireland and not get <laughs> horrifically sick because it's raining all the time although looked at the forecast today and for the three weeks that I'm in Ireland I get like four days of rain yeah that's which sick is, I think for, like, the 24 years that I lived in Ireland, I, 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 I got, like, maybe four days of rain every single week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So God bless it. Yeah. L looking forward to seeing you again there, Emerald Isle. You're getting my Emerald Isle weather. Yeah. I think we, yeah, we touched on that last week, actually. Yeah, that yeah it's always you nice get when I'm unholy there. amounts of, of good weather in <laughs> Ireland. Yeah. I was starting to think that you were some sort of, oh, shit. I was about to say lucky charm, and then I realized I was being racist towards my own people. <laughs> 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 Must just be my sunny disposition. Ah, there you go. Get out. Get out of my garage. Get the fuck out of my garage. Um, actually, you mentioned James Bond. I remember last week we were saying that uh, A. Idris Elba might be the next James Bond. And yeah, people were getting all be... up in arms oh, that a, a, a black fella was going to be their, their icon. Fuck those people. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> uh, yeah, we mentioned James Bond in the last show, and there was uh, uh, rumors that... Um, uh, Edgar Wright might be directing the new one just rumours at the time uh, Edgar Wright being, he's the director of um, Shaun of the Dead ah uh, yes and Hot Fuzz Baby Driver right and right, I right. thought that would be super in, that would take it in a completely new direction but uh, James Bond now has his definite new signed on director and it is a man by the name of Kerry something he's American fella of Japanese heritage it's like Kerry huh. Fuku something and I'm, that's not me being racist. It is definitely Fuku something. Uh, he directed. Ah, um, oh, crap. <laughs> Shit. I do not remember. But he was a screenwriter on It. Like, okay. Yeah, like. Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a quick on air Google now just to see what. Because I was amazed when I saw what this fella had directed. Um. I'm literally Googling <laughs> Kerry Fuku James right now. <laughs> Sorry, I should have written Bond right there. Uh, Kerry Law. Yeah, Kerry Joji Fukunaga. Kerry huh. Joji Fukunaga. And his, uh, his directing uh, past, or I guess his credits, include Sin Nombre, which I'm not sure if you saw Sin oh, Nombre. Oh, I think... I have seen Sinobre, but a long time ago. It's a bizarre kind of movie. Mm -hmm. And he also directed, this is the one that I was trying to remember, the first season of True Detective. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. That was really good. Yeah, he was EP and director for the entire first season of True Detective. Which, as we all Damn. know, is absolutely the better of the two seasons of True Detective. Yeah. And so weird and dark. So dark. Yeah. God, so it's so good. I that love that. James Bond... Fuck, that's, that's an interesting turn for sure. Yeah, that'd be some good shit. Hell yeah. Like, Edgar Wright would have been a good way to go, but this is also a fucking cool way to go. Yeah. Maybe, as, long maybe. As, as long as Matthew McConaughey doesn't play James Bond. Oh, God, <laughs> can you imagine? So, uh, cue, uh... No, I don't have a good... I, <laughs> no, never mind. My, my, uh, my, um... Matthew McConaughey was about to go the way of your Seth Rogen there. <laughs> uh, uh, I guess that was only on the um, on the Lost episode, on the Lost pilot. I don't think we mentioned that last week. Well, yeah. Seth Rogen was going to be the voice of the uh, of Vancouver Transit. He is now he the is voice now. of Vancouver Transit. Yeah, yeah our, was, like, our good friend to... Seth. Uh, yeah, friend of the show, Seth Rogen. <laughs> Fucking stay tight, Seth. We love you. <laughs> Uh, who was I talking to who had actually been in Vancouver recently and it's the most fucking bizarre thing to be like it's an, and it's not just it's not just straightforward like next stop like he has like little Seth Rogen jokes thrown in there oh my and god his, and his laugh every now and then as well like <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to Vancouver hell yeah 
Just for that, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Just to ride the bus. <laughs> All day long. <laughs> Wait until Seth starts repeating himself, and then you're like, well, I'm done. <laughs> Why are you going to Vancouver, Helen? Oh, I want to ride the bus. <laughs> you want? I want to ride the bus. Just read, yep. Just going to ride the bus. <laughs> There's going to be no follow-up questions. That's not how the conversation's going to go. The conversation's going to go, why are you going to Vancouver, Helen? I want to ride the bus. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly how it'll go. Fair enough. Hey, guys, you hear that Helen well lost her mind, by the way? <laughs> you know we have buses here, right? Um, oh, man, I hope I. it's never going to happen in this city. We're not cool enough. But if Tommy Chong was the voice mm. of the Edmonton Transit System, oh, that would just be... The bomb diggity. That was from the last pilot as well. We discussed that. And actually, since we did that, that's developed a little bit. Like, Tommy Chong is, has been talking to ETS. And essentially, t- his position of it was, and I think it was a tweet, so it's not exactly a, an official <laughs> position, but his, his position was essentially, like, if the money's right, whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but he did, like, I think it was an interview, like, over Skype with CTV, and he did, like, a little, gave him a little taste. And it was <laughs> something along the lines of, like, uh, next train on the uh, northern track heading to uh, Clairview. Um, <laughs> please remember that, uh, you know, smoking's not permitted inside the station. So if you want to light up a joint, maybe <laughs> step outside for a sec. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. And in like down. less than a month, you'll be able to fucking do that. Man, when I get back from Ireland, I will be able to hopefully walk into a shop and buy some weed. Yeah. That's the strangest fucking thing. <laughs> Isn't it so weird? God almighty. All the guys back home were fucking <laughs> livid that that's going to be an option for me. They're still living in a land where like an eighth costs you the equivalent of $75. Like, Fuck. It's just nuts. And it's shitty weed too. <laughs> Did I tell you the story of when I was in Ireland for a summer and uh, my cousin's friend knew that I was from Canada mm-hmm. so we, he was texting with us and asked if I brought any weed because oh, yeah. he, he was under the impression that it was legal. This was like, I think I was, this was like 14 or 15 years ago. Oh, shit. And, um. So you were like 14 or 15? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's totally legal. I have, I brought some. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, Yeah. He's like, okay, let me bust it up for you. We'll leave it in a in a little hiding spot because I had never done a single drug and had no idea how drug deals worked. Right. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'll uh, I'll leave you some. I'll let you know where I leave it, and then you can come pick it up. <laughs> and he was like, perfect. <laughs> so we went, uh, we went into the yard and got some leaves, and dried them on the aga. Oh, the aga. <laughs> <laughs> and then. Just crunched them up. Oh my god! And put them in a little bag and left them in a bush. Holy shit! <laughs> I think he smoked it. I don't know. Maybe. You know what? I bet he got fucked up off of it. Off of like <laughs> pure, maybe placebo effect. Maybe you fed him poison ivy. Who knows? <laughs> I bet in one way or another, you probably had a decent time. Yeah. Fuck. Probably. I had a friend once who ran out of weed and decided that since it smells somewhat similar, oregano probably has the same effect. Does it smell somewhat similar? No. I'm pretty sure smoking oregano will make you deathly ill. It did. Yeah, no It shit. did make him quite ill. <laughs> I don't think he tried that again. But yeah, he... Uh, I hope he didn't. 
he smoked oregano. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? I'm trying to... Do those things smell in any way similar? They, like, I... I don't think so, but I can kind of get how one might think that. Hmm. Wishfully think that. Yeah. I tell you what, let's smoke this joint, then I'll pause it and go into the kitchen and get some of Rachel's oregano. <laughs> Perfect. And we'll smoke some of that. <laughs> and just see where the night takes us. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Look, I, uh, I had a buddy uh, back home, still do. God bless him. I'm not going to name the man because it's, it's not a, a fun story for him. Uh, it was probably my 17th birthday, I think, and it was it was mean of us. It was mean-spirited of us, but the guy didn't smoke weed but was crazy to smoke weed. Like, he very much wanted to be... We were all very much getting into it at that point, and he kind of wanted to be in on it a little bit. Right. So we, like, we took a, a cigarette, we took a dart, and just, like, em- like rolled it in a skin with a roach <laughs> and just told him there was weed in it. And we passed <laughs> it around, and we're all, we're all kind of like... Oh shit! That's, that's good shit. That kind of thing, and he got fucked. Just absolute, like a pure placebo effect. Whoa! Yeah, or like an imagined. Yeah, I guess I was gonna say contact high, but no, it was like a yeah placebo effect. He was he was certain that he was stoned out of his tree. Just amazing. Huh? Yeah. So there you go. You don't even you don't need drugs. T- who needs drugs? You just need to smoke something <laughs> and, and wish really hard. <laughs> when I was uh, again fourteen or fifteen, um, me and a couple of friends were uh, we wanted to drink, and uh, they tried to trick me. They gave me a big bottle of margarita mix, and they were like, "This is alcohol in it. We oh. put a bunch in. Drink it. Chug it." Oh. <laughs> so I drank just an unreasonable amount of margarita mix. Oh. <laughs> it was so gross. And then I got like halfway through the bottle, like holy crap. Like a 750 ml bottle, like oh, a sh- substantial amount of margarita mix. Sugar water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a men in black reference? Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh and yeah, I just got so pissed. I was like, are you I this is bullshit. I don't fucking feel anything. Meanwhile, these fucking assholes are drinking rum. Fuckers. And I was like, fuck. And then I took the rum and got drunk. Fuck them. Went, went ham all over it. Yeah. Well, God bless you for not, not you know playing their game and feeling like you were actually fucked up. Well I, done would, I would have never lived that down. Oh, absolutely. Ever. <laughs> yeah. The, the man who I'm referring to has lived it down, because it's been, it's been ten years, but also... We never told him, so there's nothing really to live down. You know, there was never a moment of, oh, you fucking dickhead. Like, we just, we felt so bad afterwards that we were like, you know what, let's just keep that to ourselves. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, although fucking, fucking with friends when they're, when they're fucked up or not fucked up and fucking with them to get them quote unquote fucked up is, is a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> I have a, another friend back home whose exploits I'm sure I've told you of, Benj. Good old Benjamin Hayes. Yeah. Not yet a friend of the show, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> but if you're listening to this one, Benj, I love you and I can't wait to see you. Um, Benj is, like, infamous for the amount of fucked up he gets. Like, to the point that when we were younger, not even that much younger, when we were, like, maybe 22, 23, 
there was a level of fucked up that we referred to, and it was common vernacular, and it was benched. Like you would get, <laughs> you get tipsy, you get drunk, you get hammered, you get fucked, and you got benched. Like it oh, was, fuck. we would refer like to all the time. That's like some next level fucked oh, up. Oh god, yeah, a level all into itself, like his own little drunken plateau, covered in puke and cigarette butts. <laughs> The plateau, I mean, not the man himself. <laughs> Although several times that man himself. Um, there are too many stories to tell about him, to be honest. I feel like I should make like a bench corner and every week I should tell a different story about the man. Like, there was one there was one night where he was, as he is wont to do, drinking vodka. I think he finished like a, uh, what do you call him here? Like a 70 CL. What's the Canadian term for? A Mickey? No, like a 70 CL, like a big, big old bottle. Oh, a 2-6. A 2-6. He drank a whole 2-6 of vodka to himself in one night, which for him is like... CL? What the middle of the road. CL stand for? Centiliters. Centiliters? Centiliters. So 700 milliliters is 70 centiliters. You never say centiliters, but you say CL. No? Huh. I don't know. Maybe I made that term up. Never sure heard that in my life. I think I didn't. Let's Google that after <laughs> we finish recording here. But anyway, he drank a shit ton of vodka, and we started like... We were also really fucked up, but not anywhere near Benj level. And we started um, interspersing the word pork with the word vodka <laughs> to the point that we confused his brain. Oh, my God. And made him. There's a recording of us being like, Benj, you drank so much pork tonight, man. Like a ridiculous <laughs> amount of pork. Like so much vodka. Do you know how much pork you drank? <laughs> and then there's Benj affecting this, like, un like unplaceable a word? I don't know. An <laughs> accent that you can't place. Going like, I drank quite a lot of pork, man. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I drank quite a lot of pork. I didn't have as much vodka as I did pork, but I drank quite a lot of pork. Man. It sounds like a Family Guy character. Yeah, no, it was bizarre. <laughs> so, that same night, uh, we uh, strolled through an orchard, which was a thing that we did at the time, because a friend of mine lived, like, down a country road outside the village, and the fastest way to the village to get to the pub, which was always our destination, shortcut was through this orchard. Um, that's not really germane to the story, but whatever. <laughs> we got out of the orchard, and it exited, like, onto the main road of the village, and there was probably another kilometer to go before we reached the main village park, but as soon as we came out of the orchard onto this main road, who drives by? Benjamin's mother. Oh and we're God. 17 at the time. Oh, fuck. And she, like, obviously immediately recognizes us because we're stumbling in a big group. Yeah. And stops a couple of hundred yards down the road, reverses back. <laughs> and uh, we're like, Ben, is, is that is that your is that your mom? And he's like, yeah, heck yeah, yeah, mom. <laughs> oh, no. Hold on, you were talking to me. I'll be right back. <laughs> and we just watched from afar, all shaking in our boots. As he goes up, leans over the window. And is having a chat that we can't hear. And then just, without turning around to the rest or anything, gets in the car and she drives away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And he just got in the most shit the following day. God, I cannot I imagine. cannot imagine. Oh, I can't imagine how that conversation would have gone. God <sighs> bless you, Benj. You are, you are a star in my heart. You are just the most entertaining human being. <laughs> Fucking hell. There was another, another instance this was, we were probably 23 at the time, maybe a little younger, and we were all uh, out on a night out in Dublin City at a place called the Workman's Club, which was this great indie bar, like the best place to go in Dublin City where you don't want to hear shit music. They had like, like it was a huge place with three different bars. Uh, it was like an old converted house. Right. Um, so the downstairs bar would have like a little, a little dancing area. 
upstairs had a like a different bar with a bigger dancing area, smoking area, whatever. And I had just picked up some pills, like MDMA pills. <laughs> like you can't get it like pure MDMA in Ireland. You have to do these awful ecstasy pills. <laughs> it's fucking gross, and I'd never do it again. But I did a lot of it back then. Um, so, like I was saying, I had gotten these ecstasy pills. Yeah. We each took a half. A few hours disappeared in bliss. <laughs> and then we're all like dancing on the bottom dance floor of this place and uh all of a sudden just hits me like where's Benj? like i hadn't <laughs> seen him in, since i gave him the thing i hadn't seen him and i was like holy shit so i went to the upstairs upstairs uh bar looking for him out to this massive smoking area which is like the size of the rest of the bar combined a sea of people Jesus. looking for him couldn't find him and eventually i went outside and it's right on the River Liffey, this bar. Like, across the road is it's the keys. Okay, yeah. This, like, wall that's probably five feet tall. Maybe four and a half feet tall. And I look out across right and left, and about 100 yards down, I see Benj. 50 yards away, I see Benj sitting on this wall. It's, <laughs> it's just not not quite swaying, but I was like, he shouldn't be sitting on this <laughs> wall right now. So um, I go up to him, and his eyes are just pointing two different directions. <laughs> Genuinely look at two different ways. <laughs> and he's got the real kind of gurney, you know, ecstasy face. <laughs> and I'm like, Benj, are you all right, man? You, you all good? You having a good time? And he's like, yeah, man. Yeah, don't worry about it. He plays He plays for Tottenham Hotspur. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, that was exactly my reaction. I laughed and said, what? I was like, what are you talking about? Who plays for Tottenham Hotspur? And he goes, what? What are you talking about Spurs for? <laughs> I said, you're talking about Spurs. And I said, Ben, you got to straighten up. Come on. <laughs> we'll get back into the bar. It's fine. I heard you can call me Al. Start playing inside. Oh, such and a I was good like, song. I have to get in now. But also have to take care of Ben, of course. And I thought he was going to be okay. Because he's always been in situations. Not always, but he can handle himself when he, even when he's that fucked up. I said, <laughs> when he's benched. When he's benched, exactly. <laughs> I said, you got to straighten up. Um... Let's let's stand up straight. Try and make your eyes go in the same direction as one another. And we're like, <laughs> we got in, in the queue. Only a few people, and we got to the top, and the bouncer just burst out laughing. <laughs> this huge burly guy was, like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "What's going on? Are, are we are we not okay to go?" He's like, "No, you're fine, mate. You can go on. Have a good night, man. But your buddy here is not getting in a million years. No chance. <laughs> we found this guy upstairs. He was standing at the bar." And every time that a, bar, a drink was put down on the bar, he would pick it up and he would pour it into his own drink. And these are the bouncer's words. I remember it so clearly. He's like, but I'm pretty sure his like, sense of death perception is a little fucked at the moment because what he was doing was just picking up this drink and just pouring it all over the bar. <laughs> and he did it like several times apparently until they were just like, get out. <laughs> oh my God. God, that's so funny. And the whole time, I'm sitting here listening to it and laughing with the bouncer, and Benj is just like has the most oblivious look, and it's just the same look that he had when I found him on the wall, just standing perfectly straight, looking around. I love that. He is a one-man entertainment machine. And if you're listening, I don't think he listens to the podcast. Not sure will, but if you are, I love you. <laughs> it's so entertaining. I want to party with you. Fucking right. Yeah, Ben's the best. Sorry, that was a that was a ramble. That was a ramble for sure. We'll forgive you this time. Sorry about that. <laughs>
Oi vey. So we, we got can... our math sorted out. Yeah. Uh, just in case you were concerned about that. So that's okay. We've uh, worked out that we've we're coming up on uh, an hour. I think we just just passed an hour actually. I think my Whoa. my ramble took us into hour. Oh no, sorry. We're a little short. But we're coming up on it. Nice. And we we thought that we've been going maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Might be like one of the handicaps of, of uh, being in or doing a podcast that's based entirely around drinking. Yeah. <laughs> so your perceptions <laughs> might get muddled a little bit. God, if my family ever listens to this, like my cousins and shit, they're going to think that I am just the biggest mess <laughs> <laughs> after my performance at my cousin's wedding. Like, Ooh. Boy, oh, howdy. I don't think I know this one. Well, I'm told I had it amazing time. <laughs> Always good. I was here. Uh, an idea of how drunk I was as I do not dance. Yep. I not I. I just don't dance. I know uh, you well enough to be. Yeah, I'm confident <laughs> in that fact. Yeah, and uh, at this particular wedding, I was that drunk idiot asshole that's pulling strangers forcibly onto the dance floor. Oh no. And I have no recollection of it. So, <laughs> pre- presumably, this was recently enough that it's in, like, the era of smartphones. So yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. A chance that a video of this exists. There's a chance, yep. Oh, I need the name <laughs> of everybody at that wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Whose wedding was it? Uh, it was my cousin Nell's wedding. And it was, oh my god, I was so fucking pumped this fucking I'm actually like I'm stoked that I had a great time that's mm-hmm. awesome yeah. but I'm so fucking pissed that I don't remember it so fucking pissed because I was so pumped for this wedding the ceremony was like the most beautiful fucking ceremony and I got to like hang out with my cousins and shit it was cool it was really cool and I was so pumped for it I never get to see my fucking cousins and I just don't remember it <laughs> <laughs> I do know, though, that the band that played was absolutely spectacular. Oh, really? Yeah, like they played... Swing Funker. It was, like, all covers. Nice. Um, but of, like, just the best songs. I'm pretty sure they did You Can Call Me Al. Yes. Uh, they did uh, a shitload of Queen. Oh, yeah. It was... And, ugh, it Somebody was, to Love? Yeah. Yeah! It was the best. I had... I do remember having some fun. Okay, I mean, that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, and so, like, if the rest of my night was like that, then it was, like, the best night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nell, you said? Your cousin Nell? Mm-hmm. I'm going to need uh, uh, Nell's email address, because I want the uh, guest list to her wedding, so that I can find a video. <laughs> well, it's a good thing, Mark, then, that it's the year of our Lord, 2018, and I... I don't fucking know her email. Goddamn. <laughs> Nobody I'm, I'm, emails. Th- thanks for saying, saying you know, <laughs> Lord, though, Helen. Thanks for bringing Jesus into it. You know, a lot of people, they don't include the year of our Lord anymore. And it, it really, it hits, it hits my Catholic core. You know? Really. Oh. I am to please. Yeah. So did, so did my parish priest. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God, uh, yeah. that's so bad. Uh, I'm sorry. I, you know, I do often wonder. I mean, I trust 
my parish priests, or the guys that, there was two, that like one changed over to the other, retired or whatever, when I was in the age that I, I was an altar boy. Yeah. Like only until like 10 or 11. But even after that, like they were always involved in school and stuff. Yeah. I would trust those people. But I still have this little thing in the back of my head with all the shit that comes out about the Catholic Church. Like, is there anybody I know? Like, were those guys actually yeah, right? seedy and gross? Fuck. Because I'm sure all the people who were in school with, you know, the girls from the Keepers or anybody in yeah, Pennsylvania were Yeah, I was just thinking like, about the Whoa. Keepers. Like, and that's one fucking town. Like... Yeah, it's fucked. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, I have to say, though, I'm having a bit of a hard time taking this conversation seriously at the moment because the way that your head is turned, the angle that I can see it at, the loop on your hat makes it look like you have giant eyebrows twisted into a curl like a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really fucking funny. Evil, evil mustaches are so yesterday. I'm going for the eyebrow <laughs> Dick Dasterly can suck my dick. <laughs> suck my dick Dasterly. Have a beer, please. Yeah, what kind do you want? I'll take an uh, apricot. Apricot. Yeah. All Fucking, right. Uh, Alley cat, no sponsor. Alley cat, no sponsor. No sponsor. I had. Um, I think it was a rogue. Off. It was a rogue that I had before. Ooh, uh, rogues are good. Rogues are good. It was a chocolate stout, and it was friggin' delicious. Oh, I've had that. That is pretty good. Yeah, they actually have. They have a couple of them. I don't know what this one was called, but. Uh, have you had their sriracha beer? No, but I think I it's would like. like it. sp- so weird it's like disgusting and delicious it's so fucking weird (laughs) do you (laughs) know do you know what a paradox is (laughs) (laughs) like when you drink it when it's in your mouth it tastes like nothing really it tastes like a like a pretty Boring, tasteless stout. Okay. Stout, okay. But then, um, because it is a stout. Okay. Uh, but then, like, after you swallow it, the aftertaste is just, like, beer, like a really good stout, and then the sriracha flavor, I don't, they, I can't imagine they used real sriracha. Maybe they did. Whatever they use for the flavor. concentrate of it or something? Like, they would reduce sriracha to get the essence of it? But it... Yeah, whatever that spice is really goes really well with the beer. Interesting. And it's like this beautiful, it tastes real good. I don't know if I dig it. Weird can be so good or so bad for beer. Yeah. Like, there's no middle of the road weird beer. Yeah. I. Uh, you think? I wouldn't say that that was like a, I wouldn't say it's a bad beer. No, it no, 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 no. It wouldn't. It, it was. It. It wouldn't be like a go-to staple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was like. I would rate it as like pretty good. I went to, when you, when you said I would rate it as pretty good, that's actually perfect. I went to, <laughs> um, the thing in Ritchie, like the Ritchie Community Center. Oh yeah, yeah. Two yeah. weekends ago, like a cask beer festival. Right, right. Just in there at their basketball court. It was really fucking cool. Awesome. Um, I think there was probably twelve breweries there from like Alberta and BC. Right. And um, they each had maybe two casks each, spread around different stalls, maybe like seven or eight stalls. Okay. Fucking uh, porters, stouts, brown ales, red like 
uh, wheat beers, like German Hefeweizens and stuff. Like, it was yeah. really cool. Um, and I had the, uh, you get like a sheet when you go in that's got the name, the brewery, the, the ABU or whatever the hell that means and the alcohol content. Um, and my rating system, like people were like, yeah, I just give it like stars or like a tick or an X or whatever, or, you know, <laughs> write comments. My rating system just started on the fly because I had had three beers before I got there. <laughs> and then after, after the first beer, it was actually Alley Cat. And no offense to Alley Cat, but whatever they had at that cask thing. I'm just struggling to remember what it was now. It was something smoky. It was terrible. Ugh. One of the worst beers I've ever had. It was. Oh, that sucks. Ugh. So um, my first rating was, nah. <laughs> uh, and then after that, I think I had, I don't know what brewery it was, but some sort of um, nutty brown ale thing. It was like a coffee nut brown ale. And it was, uh, yup. <laughs> I had a porter, which was the best thing I've ever had in my life. I still got the, the sheet inside, and I can't wait to see what this beer was called. And it was, it was the most delicious beer. And it got an, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the rating like system got so out of hand. <laughs> fail-proof rating system. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, I got really drunk and therefore forgot the beers that I had had. Then we went to, like, my buddy uh, Katie's house afterwards. And we picked up a keg at Situation on the way and just, like, danced the night away. It was fucking great. <laughs> so I forgot everything that I did at the beer festival and then I looked at that rating system and I was like, man, yeah, I know exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Tried and true. Tried and true. There's some sort of other beer festival, I think, this weekend somewhere in town. Is there? Yeah, but it's like at the Shaw or something, so it's set to be massive, I assume. Oh, like Which in one way may be better. What's that? Is it like Beer Fest or something? No, it's kind of the same deal, but like massive kegs and bigger breweries instead of casks and small breweries. Okay. Um, Might be better in some ways because that place ran out of beer, which was a fucking Mm. bitter disappointment. Like quite quickly they ran out of beer. That's a bummer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the thing go? I got rid of it. What? A notepad. Oh, fuck. Where'd you put it? (laughs) That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Where would you put it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well. I can't wait to find out where it is. This is is what happens when (laughs) you get steadily drunker as as you uh, record a podcast. I suppose you lose the notes that you have to make it keep going. But you know we've uh, we've just passed uh, the hour mark. Oh, perfect! Yeah, we uh, figured our math out and we knew what number to look for, and we seem to have uh, seem to have hit it. Bippity boppity boo! <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's Helen done, is folks. Want to say? That's how it's done. <laughs> this is how you podcast. <laughs> Poorly. <laughs> Finish your sentence, Ellen. <laughs> no, well, we hope you've enjoyed the ride. We definitely have, because I, I can't speak for Helen, but I'm pretty sure we're, we're both pretty drunk. <laughs> yeah. We've had a good old time. We've had a good, good old time. And now i got to go find my notebook and put on a jacket, man. I'm not looking forward to winter. I'm freezing right now. Yeah, it's pretty chilly. Pretty chilly. We're going to have to figure out a situation. Mm-hmm. I meant to say solution. I said just a situation. And on that note... <laughs> oh, I'm... Fuck me. Only two and a half beers deep. Yeah. Well, I'm four... Mm, no, this is my... <laughs> fourth so i'm three beers deep and just a little bit more plus um that big old beer that i had before we started 
Oh yeah, yeah. Which is an eight percent, like seven fifty mil. So I want to say yeah. I'm probably five beers deep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mark O'Reilly. I'm five beers deep. I'm Helen O'Kelly, and I'm two and a half beers deep. Thanks for joining us, folks, and uh, never forget. You can't trust anybody until you've seen their teeth. Frighteningly true. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.